We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. We finally have a Chicago date for Who Weekly Live 2023. We have a venue. We have a date. Tickets are on sale today as you're listening to it. Patrons get a little head start. You get to buy them at some point today. And we hope you come to Chicago, Park West, right? Right. We've played Park West before, right? I love using that as a verb. I feel very like, I feel very professional. We've Rock played that. Star. We've played that, right? Yeah. Let's not give too many specifics, but just to say, like, Chicago tickets are on sale and you should go figure out how to buy them. Can't be that hard. There's probably a link in the episode description to get there. Yeah. Is Park West the venue that had the great egg salad across the street or was that another Chicago venue? Was it the venue where we ate tuna salad on stage dipped in uh, Kool-Aid just like uh, What's-Her-Face? Oh, wait, no, we ate tuna salad dipped in Kool-Aid like Adrian Bailon on... In at Park West, and I think at the other place, was it Park there was West? a diner that just happened to have really good egg salad across the street. Well, this just shows our priorities on tour. It's like we're eating, we're either eating tuna salad or we're eating egg salad. <laughs> and then we get a deep dish pizza on the way Take home your from the show. And then we eat that in the hotel room, like disgusting <laughs> fools we are. That was are. really good. That was really good. And I had the pullout bed that time. I had the pullout bed. Oh, God. I ate okay. half a deep dish pizza and then slept on a pullout bed. <laughs> I love Chicago. Honestly, when people are like, whoa, you guys are like on tour. It's like um, it's like Van Halen. It's like Aerosmith. You guys are rock stars. What is the what's the life like? And it's like, yeah, Bobby's eating a deep dish pizza and sleeping on a pullout bed. <laughs> it was really good. Which part? Sometimes I eat an egg salad sandwich and sleep on a normal size bed, which, you know, I'll, I'll take either one of those things and have a good time. <laughs> We'll be back in Chicago, and I literally cannot wait. So go buy tickets so we don't embarrass ourselves when no one comes. Thank please, you. Please, please, please. Dallas, 
Dallas. <laughs> We're looking at you, Dallas. I know. Honestly, we got to get the Dallas numbers up. If you ever want to see us again, Dallas, you got to buy tickets to go to Dallas. <laughs> and if you're from like, I don't no. know, everyone's like, come to Houston. I'm like, come to Dallas. You come to Dallas. <laughs> I don't even know where Houston is. You go to Dallas. Texas, don't let me down. The tour is selling so well. We're so happy. We feel very honored. But it's just that Dallas is an outlier. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know. And people in our mentions being like Denver. I'm like, you're got to come to Dallas. Come to Dallas. Come to Dallas. Just come to Dallas. They have a really big airport. Famously, a really big airport. They're they have another one in downtown Gorgeously Dallas. fun gay bar in Dallas that we could all go yes. to after the show. Come to Dallas. We'll two-step with you. I'll learn how to two-step by Dallas. I don't need your approval. I need you to get out of my way. If you take a shot on me, it better be tequila. I can save your life, but not your reputation. Take it from me. A sinner is just a saint who keeps on trying. Dallas girls are sugar and spice, but I'm still working on nice. I love to be pampered, but I'm nobody's pet. First things first, there was a profile of Ilaria Baldwin written in Romper. Why? Because uh, Why? she has a pretty good publicist, I guess. She found a sympathetic ear What's at Romper. What's the like, what, well, I will say, if there's any publication that she's going to find sympathy from it's, it's the one romper. about children <laughs> it's like yeah. the one about having children like that is what she's best at she has mm-hmm. she has baseline objectively a lot of children yeah. it is unclear what she's promoting aside from like having children and existing which is fine but it is very funny to read something so blatantly unpromoting like there's mm-hmm. just no it's just it's just this is what our life is book. she's this not is, promoting her like Millennial mom destination, a la Happily Ever After. She's just... And there's no kind of newsworthiness about her and then in terms of this piece because they don't even want to get into the things that are newsworthy about her, which is not that she has a million kids. A lot of people have a million kids. It's mm-hmm. that her husband killed somebody on the set of a movie and that she like faked <laughs> her entire even, identity. I can't even hear that detail. It's so awful. Oh my God. I'm just saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's true. But and I, that that's, I think, the thing that drives me crazy about all this. It's like every time they post some photo of them hugging, they post some photo of them saying like, quit trolling us, quit bullying us. It's like, You are literally Uh responsible Uh for, along with maybe other people, this has yet to be litigated, for the death of someone. And and you are successfully, asterisk, making this about you? Well, I'm just dying because they're like, they're clapping back at like Amy Schumer for telling the most baseline, basic jokes that are all funny because they're jokes that people have been telling on Twitter for weeks now Mm -hmm. about how she you know changed her accent she and her name is hillary she's from boston you know i mean w- come on like and she's like yeah. mm, this is this is bullying and it's like <laughs> and then the piece itself is like isn't making fun of ilaria baldwin getting a little old i would argue absolutely That's a direct not line. no it's not absolutely old at all absolutely not they have a von trapp amount of children and uh And they named them all, I'm not sure, but very Spanish names, like Jamon and Croqueta and Flamenco, you know? (laughs) And all of this would be fine and beautiful, except that Ilaria, Francespania, is actually Hillary from Boston. 
This woman is in no way Spanish. Her parents are not from Spain. No one in her life is from Spain. You're going, what? Did you think I was just doing a really racist Spanish impression for like 15 minutes? You're like, wow. It's still pretty fucking funny and effective. It's pretty like, fucking funny. If this woman responded to public scrutiny and public attention, like negative public attention, the way that I think most people would, which is sort of to hide and be really sad. And, you know, I can, I can I have empathy for people who are dealing with that. That would be one thing. No, she's doing she's backbends just, on Instagram. She's, she's being like, emboldened. I'm doing yoga while making coffee in the morning. She's like, like she's oh, not. you're going to be rude to me? I'm not going to shut up. I'm going to I'm gonna put myself out there even she's gonna, more. She's going to wear a shirt that says mommy and like walk down, you know, Broadway, like with her like 12 children on like a, one of those child leashes. The child leashes that are typically reserved for daycare centers <laughs> and schools. <laughs> A school of children. That's that's what you call this household. That we're all coming from Nick. Can- we're all coming for Nick Cannon, while Alec Baldwin refuses to get a vasectomy despite his doctor. Wait, this is funny. She's not on birth control. Period. Quote: I feel awful when I'm period. on birth control. It makes me depressed. Fair. And Alec's not interested in other uh, methods. Quote: Every single time I have a baby, my OB writes down the vasectomy doctor on a post-it, and I bring it home to Alec. He hasn't done it yet. Ilaria laughs. Can they frame the post-it? <laughs> frame the post-it and put it up, please. Don't Why is there not a number? photo of the post-it here, too? You know, like, that's kind I'll of... I'll call the doctor. I'll call the doctor. That's kind of funny, you know? And then at the end, the thing that got... If anything got aggregated out of this, it's the kicker of it. Because it ends with him being like... Or Alec is like, oh, I have no I have no alone time with Ilaria. It's just kids, kids, kids. It's like, babe, this was your choice. You're getting no sympathy for me. But it says, quote... Ziladia. This is probably, most definitely, almost completely my last baby, she says with a smile. I'm always afraid to say it. I was putting away my maternity clothes recently and was like, I'm afraid to give them away because then I'll find out I'm pregnant. This is really why it's nice that like there is a financial constraint to having children because when there isn't one, you get this. You know what I mean? <laughs> when there isn't a financial constraint, you have like Ilaria Baldwin being like, I'm done having kids. Wink, wink. Not like, mm-hmm. I'm maybe done having, I don't know. Am I done having kids? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm done. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm done. No say. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> It is on, you know what I mean? Like, this is the problem when the door is just open. And I also think that, like, sure, maybe, I mean, this is the job of this publication to sort of, like, tell the stories of mothers from all different types of mothers. Fine. But it really is, as someone who, like, knows all the details, it really is sort of brain-breaking and maddening to read a story about Ilaria Baldwin that just takes everything she says at face value that doesn't scrutinize like her behavior that doesn't scrutinize her identity oh it's at so all. crazy and that it, we're at this like, point i know if you if you didn't know who Ilaria baldwin was and like if you had just if you got a really bad concussion oh. recently and you lost part of your memory and you were reading this you'd be like why is this boring lady being profiled by a ma- by a website I've heard of? But if you know all the details, you're like, why is this profile not bringing up any of the things about Eladia that are insane? You know, like yeah. it's a it's a tough read. It's weird. Meanwhile, you have Ireland Baldwin on TikTok making, which I want you to click. I just sent texted you. I need you to watch it. Like, okay. show tell well, me I what you think. This. I still can't get over Ireland naming her baby. What did she name it? Um, I have no idea. It's a country. We've talked Holland, right? Holland. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Ask your parents questions. Their answers might be really healing. 
a video of like an anonymous civilian TikTok girly saying, ask your parents questions because the answers might be really healing. And then it stitches to Ireland Baldwin shaking her head and saying no <laughs> gravely <laughs> no Ireland Baldwin's like no <laughs> it's I mean that's just like it really is you know it, we're all in on the same joke you know mm -hmm. <laughs> we're all in on the same information we all have the same information it gives me a lot of respect for Kim Basinger who I mean is sort of like Kukuluni in her own way like as we all are you know she hasn't really gotten involved in your right. right this kind of like toxic uh, tales of her ex-husband and his new wife and their many children and stuff like that she's like, not really like she, yeah she hasn't really like weighed in you know we don't maybe she has weighed in briefly but there's she's not part of this conversation yes no no one's and interviewing I, her to ask about right like, this, that's what i mean as they should that's what i mean yeah. ladies and gentlemen alec baldwin and kim It's a thrill to be hosting Saturday Night Live. Especially this weekend. Because as I'm sure a lot of you already know, Kim and I are newlyweds. Thank you. And this will be our first Valentine's Day together as husband and wife. Honey, don't be embarrassed, but uh, I love you. She's gone through this enough in the past with this family to, I think, know that the best move is to not to play the game, right? Not to say anything. Whereas, like, I don't think Eladia has ever learned that lesson. Like, Kim Basinger is obviously more famous than Eladia ever has been. But Kim is like, I'm just going to sit this one out please. Maybe she read well, like, the wrong piece and laughed, though. Like, forever, you know? <laughs> I, like... just, I just noticed that this lead image on the romper story is Eladia with, like, her with all of her, you know, like, perfect little natural fiber, very expensive toys in the background. And there are so many kids in this photo that one of the kids is fully, like, half-cropped because there are too many to fit in the they frame. They couldn't fit all of her children into the there frame of the photo. One's like, oh, one's kids. like, in the tent and one is literally like half cut off isn't she naming one of them ilaria there's a there's yes. ilaria and ilaria without an h there's ilaria and ilaria i balance time for myself while parenting by always remembering that i'm a person too it's ilaria baldwin and i'm shooting with romper alec and i have date night every single night and that might be date night just the two of us at the kitchen table or we'll go out to dinner, but we always spend time together. Hey guys, we're rolling. Can you stop doing the dishes? Oh, eh. Yes. Oye, Liliana, Liliana, eres tú? Oh, okay. That's okay. She didn't turn it off. Yeah. She didn't turn it off. Why are all the Omars together? How many, be honest, how many of these three Omars did you know? Two. Really? Only two. Because you yep. watch Elite. Because I watched Elite. Okay, I and only knew one. I only knew one. Which one did you, did you know, Apollo or Rudberg? Apollo, I mean, I used so. I knew the one that was like, uh, had maybe dated Frank Ocean and has a music career. I didn't uh, know the two that were like international yeah. superstars or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why would I know them? They were all photographed by Troy Savon, and then that photo was published by 
Best of Young Royals, Omar Rudberg, with Omar Apollo and Omar Ayuso in Paris via Troy Sivan, who, by the way, we're not going to talk about Troy Sivan, but I will mention who did some of his best acting work in one of the worst episodes of television I've ever seen in my goddamn life. So shout out to him. Wasn't he great in that episode? Yes, but he wow, that, that one was that one was unwatchable. Did you see? Did you see the thing? The Idol was supposed to have six episodes, and now it's like only one episode left. It's going to be five now. <laughs> You know what? They should just stop it dead in its trap. The the question was, why are all the Omars together? Because they're hot and they are basically muses. They were at the fashion, fashion houses show. love them. They are the faces of different fashion houses like Loewe. I do, oh, you know how to pronounce I it saying, now. I love saying it now. Loewe. You know how to pronounce it. Remember when I said it for the first time and you were like, me. what? You taught me it's Loewe. You said who? Loewe. Loewe. Lou. Loewe. I thought this was funny because just Jared wrote about it. They, they, and it was the headline was Troy Sivan hangs out with three famous queer Omars. <laughs> Omar <laughs> Apollo, Elite's Omar Ayuso and Young Royals Omar Rudberg, which is actually like we're obviously we have to spend more time explaining who they are. But that's a pretty good summation if you didn't if you were like, who are these people? Right. Yes. And they're all famous in their own little corners. Like it's not. They really are. It's not like it's, oh, it's three indie music artists that are all basically on the same wave, same wavelength. That's not the but case. But listen, here. the lead of this like made me laugh. The lead is Troy, Troy Savon is spending some quality time with a trio of queer artists named Omar. Period. <laughs> period. And then the trio is gathered together for a cute pic, which Troy seemingly took for them. It's not immediately clear where they are, but it looks like a good time nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, honestly, can you imagine, like, submitting that to your editor? They would laugh in your goddamn face. <laughs> well, it helps when you are the editor, you know? It helps when you're, know, when you're just, just Jared. Jared. Editing just Jared. <laughs> it literally is this blog is written by just a guy named Jared. It's just Jared. <laughs> when you're you just Jared, you can write that sentence, you know? And it's totally oh fine. Oh, my God. I just, like, cracked up at that. It's like, seemingly, he took the picture. And they're somewhere because they're, we live on Earth and they've got to be somewhere. And But it's unclear where they are. <laughs> I'm so- <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't just stop it, but it looks like a good time nonetheless. I know, it gets every, better. Every subsequent paragraph is iconic. Despite sharing the same name, each Omar showed off their individual sense of style in the pic. Ayuso rocked a tightly shaped head of hair that's dyed sky <laughs> blue. Apollo looks equally bright in a red hat, and Rudberg wore a black shirt that matched his dark curls. Keep going. We hope that they all had fun together. Wait, both the Rudberg... next one and... Okay. No, keep... No, keep... Actually, just keep... Going. I'm going to read the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, Both Rudberg it. and Ayuso are in the running with Young Royals co-star Edvin Reidling and Elite actor Aaron Piper, respectively, to be named as the best queer couple in TV and movie history in our poll. At the wow. moment, one of them is sweeping the competition in a oh. big way. Meanwhile, Apollo and Troy are both included in our poll to determine who is the best queer musician. Did you see that Troy recently stripped down to nothing to take a hot thirst trap that kickstarted a new era? Get what? a good look at Troy like, Savant's photo I'm sorry, like the, the paleo... Like, it's like, the new era. It's like the Jurassic. It's the, like it's Jurassic the new, it's the new era? Yeah. Like which era? Like the Ice Age? It's the age? Savonic period. It's the Savonic <laughs> period. It's fine. Oh my God. Can you imagine the plates shifting for the Savonic period to it like be <laughs> to, to come what, for us? What will bubble out between those tectonic plates? I don't oh. want to know, right? Well, love okay. that. Good imagery. Good imagery. We did. We did. I know the photo that we're talking about because either you or Timmy sent that photo of Troy Savon in the back. Trust me. You think I don't it's know the iconic. image? The song sounds like it actually might be good too. So shout That's out. That's the problem Again, with Troy Savon. I think Troy Savon is 
is literally like good. That's why we. This is all like fine because Troy Sivan is a talent. <laughs> He's talented, and all of these Omars understand that he is talented. So we've talked about Omar Apollo before. We've talked about Omar Ayusa before. We've never talked about Omar Rudberg. Omar Apollo is the singer popular amongst young people in mm-hmm. a good way vaguely maybe dated Frank Ocean which I think actually like kind of helped get him into the realm in which cool young people listen to his music and were like oh actually he's like good which I think mm-hmm. is fun so that mm-hmm. happened that's Omar Apollo opening for SZA open for SZA for a little bit in her right in her which uh, is the tour too. coolest thing you could possibly do so was there something wrong with my body Am I not what you wanted? Hey, if I ever tried, if I ever tried, I would ever agree. He tells me to pieces. Omar Rudberg and Omar Ayuso. Is that, did I say that right? Omar Ayuso. Those are two, I would say actually, though they are different, they are from similar realm, which is like queer TV international mm-hmm. star. So it's like you have Elite, which is what? A Spanish uh, soap opera from Netflix? A Spanish teen soap opera with a bunch of a bunch of queer characters, right? Okay, a bunch of and then queer... you have Young Royals, which is a Swedish rom-com from Netflix, right? Also Netflix. Yeah, I don't watch Netflix. that one though. So it's like kind of to me in the same realm of like blowing up because you're in like these these queer coupledoms on Netflix mm-hmm. international TV shows that then get like seeded into the US and honestly have like big fandoms all over the place. But also Omar Rudberg has his own like history of being a teen idol, which I love because he was in a boy band called F-O-N-O, which also used to be called Foo, Foo. and has fans named Fooers. I was laughing. Fooers. And it's like three guys used to be for Oscar, Omar, and Felix, who were in this band Foo. Get it? F-O-O. Then it became F O and O because there used to be a guy named Ollie, so there were three O's. Now there's only two O's. Do you get this? <laughs> okay, and they, I'm getting it. I'm getting they it. They kind of blew up after they like Justin Bieber's manager in like 2000 when it was uh, when Justin Bieber was more of a thing like this. They he op- they opened for Justin Bieber on tour in Sweden. 2013, 2013. That's all yeah. that I'm saying. So he's like in this now like cutie show, but comes from very pop pop star Justin Timberlake origins. So right. within Sweden, I think he's kind of maybe seen as like a Justin Timberlake if Justin Timberlake's acting career like ever took off in any way, mm-hmm. which it never will. When a dream girl and a dreamer trade places, you look absolutely fabulous. I do. What happens oh. next? You look great. It's cheesy. Exactly model behavior. Got milk. From the superficial stars to the real ones. You having fun being me? Maggie Lawson and InSync's Justin Timberlake star in model behavior. I'll see you soon, all right? Count on it. Check it out. 
tonight at 8, 7 central, right here on Disney Channel. And then the next Omar is Omar Ayuso, who is really just, I mean, it's Elite. His credits are Elite, but he's been on the show for like six seasons at this point, And this show's well, going to end Well, apparently he soon. left. Did you? So he apparently left and then came back for the mm-hmm. last season. So it was like kind of this thing. Also funny, he plays a guy named Omar on the show. They really yes. aren't trying so <laughs> yeah, hard, Yeah, it's really funny. It's, okay. it's actually really funny. Okay. And that was the last Omar. They all went to the Lueve show together and that's yes. where like the bulk of the photos came from. Me llamo Omar. Soy de Madrid. Y me identifico como gay. Como homosexual, como maricón, como marica, como mariquita, como hombre que le gusta a los hombres. Jocelyn Hernandez was on The Breakfast Club talking about she was just in jail because she got what? into a fight. She was just in jail. She got into a fight at the Floyd May- Mayweather show. It was like Floyd wow. Mayweather versus John Gotti three. So she said she wanted to get involved. The third. Yes. She said, I'm, I'm trying to fight. Like, I'm at a fight well, and got, I'm trying to fight. She got into <laughs> a fight with Big Lex and Who's via that? some other stuff. She is... She's an aspiring musician who was also on one of her Jocelyn shows, her like cabaret shows. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. What's important? This is like Jocelyn's cabaret, Jocelyn's cabaret, Atlanta, Jocelyn's ca- like Jocelyn no, has know. a lot She's of like shows. She's like a star. Right? I know. She literally is a star. So Jocelyn went on the Breakfast Club because she got out of jail and was just like talking about like her career and what happened with Big Lex and what happened with all sorts of stuff, right? Like it's a, it's a very long like Breakfast Clubby conversation. Their conversations go all over the place, right? But for these purposes, she was asked about the fight that she had with Big Lex. Like there's plenty of video, like there's plenty of video of this fight, of this brawl, what it really was. Like you can see her like putting Big Lex, Big Lex into a head headlock. Like it's like intense, right? She talks about like in this interview, she wants to be, she would definitely be in UFC, but she's worried about like breaking her nose, right? She's too obsessed with her face to ever go into UFC, even though she's pretty sure she would kill it and be very Wait, successful. I think she would be incredible. And also yes, it'd be great for her, I think wait, so too. a great way for her to channel her energy, energy instead of like going to jail for fighting. She could just like fight and make so much money. She would be in amazing. These bouts. Yeah, I mean, it's what? literally like Jake Paul. It's like all these like sort of reality no, stars, but YouTube stars. Jake who, like, Paul wasn't known for having like a very bad temper, and Jocelyn like has a very bad temper. Like it's like it fight. works even better. Yeah, it's like if I was her therapist, which would be a very difficult job, I guess. <laughs> uh, I would advise her like maybe you got to get some of this aggression out. Like take it to the ring, charge some money. Make some money. You're a businesswoman. But what makes sense about this? Yeah, she's great. She's one of the greatest (laughs) reality figures to come out of VH1. She really, I mean, she really, the the way that she's dragged this out, it shows, speaks to her success. And Jocelyn is like queen of not apologizing. Like Jocelyn will just like, like she literally went to jail and then just like, came back, kept kept doing her shit. Like she's she's the queen of just like, powering through whatever comes her way, right? Right. And I think that's no, why she's so true. compelling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she goes on The Breakfast Club. They ask about her fight with Big Lex, who, again, is, like, basically an awe. And because she just, like, suffered, like, consequences of getting into a fight with this woman, she doesn't want to talk about her. And gives, like, a whole new sort of, like, wonderful flourish to the age-old statement of I don't know her. Listen to this. Uh, Big Lexi. Don't know that hoe. Okay. Harry. Harry. I really want to know who she is. I didn't really know who she is. See, you don't know her. I don't know her. She don't know her. I wanted to know what, you know, what we don't know her. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know her. I never knew. We never knew her. I don't know. We don't know who that hoe is. I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't know. I ain't going to I don't know her. You don't know her. She don't know her. We don't know her. I don't know her. We've never known her. We don't know her. Isn't that good? 
Yeah. This is just like when you are on reality TV for as long as Jocelyn has been, you learn how to speak. You learn how to speak in these like wonderful sound bites. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's it's fun to be reminded of that and like, you speak as a skill. With absolutes. You speak with, um, <laughs> yes. you speak with like literal absolutes that will come to bite you in the ass because you will disprove them or say something completely different or change your mind and they'll play the clip again. So it's like a perfect opportunity to say the most assertive affirmative thing that is essentially a lie you know what i mean yes and that's sort of the thing like when you watch a new reality show and it has like i'm sure you see this all the time on love island but it's like when you watch a new show with a new cast they've never been on tv before but they've been cast on like whatever it is competition like reality more traditional reality there are people who are good at it innately there are people that get better as the season goes by and there are the people who think they know what they're doing and they pretend to be jocelyn and they pretend to be like tiffany pollard and they can't hack it. And that's like the most uncomfortable thing when they're like pretending to do the reality speak, but they're not quite there yet. You have to get, no, it's true. Like some people are just literal naturals at sound bites and some are just not. And you can literally tell. And that's why I think it's interesting when like t- reality show TV competitions kick people off. Cause I'm like, some of these people like are so much better than others at, at mm-hmm. your, like at your prompts, at your confessionals type speaking. So to kick them off is like a huge loss for the show. Cause they're essentially mm-hmm. doing the job for you. Why the hell you won't get into like pro wrestling? Why you, why you won't get paid <laughs> for slapping people? Why, you know, cause you was handing out slaps. Like, you know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I seen it and I, I even sent it to you in the DM. I said, damn, you look cute doing it. But like, why, why, what what was happening? Like, why you won't go into pro Girl, wrestling and get you paid to slap funny. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm saying, she's not. slapping security. He's supposed to protect you. She's slapping this nigga. Nigga, you ain't quick enough. Pow. So. I tell you what, I tell you what. I, I'm not really, uh, you know, I, you know, I just got out of jail. Yes. You know, I just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. So there's really not too much that I could talk on that. But I will, gotcha. you know, I because you know, I, you know, I was gone, girl. I was in Lauderdale, Broward County. I was yeah. cold, came out with a coughing, everything. Girl, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> so like, they got me here for two days, and I'm sitting up here sick as a dog. Why yeah. me? Yeah. Why me? Yeah. So I can't really speak too much on that. But what? You. But what I can say is that I'm I'm gonna always uh put uh pro uh how do you say it? Portray yourself. Uh, no. Uh, Protect. Yes. There you go. How do you say it again? Protect. Yes. Me. Right? Always. Mm-hmm. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, might? Uh-huh. 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 You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. 
I don't know how to get into this King Princess thing. It's really funny, but it's also about the sub. I mean, uh, you know, we don't have to get into the sub, but I... <laughs> Can I read the headline at least? Yeah, that's what I... I think the Daily Ma- The Submersible made the medium lose their mind, and they were somehow able to uh, connect queer pop star King Princess to the submersive, and then, like, it really, like, opened a new portal to hell. And I just think you should read the headline. Genderqueer Nepo baby singer King Princess, who's macing... Oh, God, I have to start this over. Genderqueer Nepo baby singer King Princess, whose Macy's owning great-great-grandparents died on Titanic, is slammed for dissolving into laughter on TikTok video mocking Titan sub victims. And it's like a photo collage of King Princess on the left and then everyone who died in the Titan sub and in the middle of everyone who died on the Titan sub is a photo King of King Princess's ancestors. King, King Princess's great great grandparents who were immortalized in James Cameron's Titanic by oh being God. seen holding each other as the water rushed in. Yes. Oh, just the, you know, one of the saddest moments. Making these graphics, like making these graphics must require I mean, uh, I don't because it, it just requires you to, like, be completely emotionally distant, emotionally barren, maybe. Like, you have to find no humor, no sadness in anything. It's just, that's the job. As Angela Bassett says in Mission Impossible Fallout, that's the job. Make this collage. <laughs> they would. That's the job. True Who Weekly fans remember that we have discussed uh, genderqueer Nepo baby singer King Princess as being <laughs> descendant of the uh, Macy's owning great-grandparents who died on the Titanic. Like, that is important to lore. Yes, it's very like, important. That's important to our lore. That's important to their lore. And I do like that they recognize um, that. That's their lore. Mm-hmm. And it is yeah. very funny. And it doesn't get old. You know what I mean? Like, it do- King like, Princess is... Like literal, like government last name is Strauss, and those that. two ancestors are Isidore and Ida Strauss, and they died on the Titanic. And so, I mean, if King they Princess, can't joke about it, what are we doing here? So I'm okay with them dissolving into laughter, as the Daily Mail says. I think no one knew, no one knew how to appropriately react to the story. And like, if you wanted to react to it with like sheer horror and like avoidance, fine. If you wanted to react to it with like. I don't know, laughing at the hubris of all of this, I I feel like I'm also fine with it. This story is just like unlike anything else. Except for maybe the Titanic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Except for maybe the Titanic. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I think there's a cycle of bajonga jillionaires wanting to explore shit and dying. Like look at my family, right? Who who wants to take a boat across the ocean? That sounds that sounds terrible. But they did it because they had the money to, and they died. So now these people are like, oh, I have I have so much money. Oh, my God. I just want to go to the in- inhabitable depths of the ocean in a GameCube? No. Dead. Sorry. Oh, and rich people are not exempt from making really stupid decisions, obviously. Why do rich people go to space? It's You don't need to be there. You're not scientist because they make terrible decisions constantly i hate this world one more thing the sheer irony of these billionaires going down to visit the gravesite of other billionaires amongst other people who were on the titanic there weren't just billionaires but and then dying is 
so crazy to me. Anybody else feel this way? What's funny is that like we've had the opportunity to talk about King Princess so many times and we have talked about King Princess no, in have. the past. But it really is like it's funny Nepo baby stuff because really, truly, genuinely, the only the most interesting thing about King Princess is that <laughs> their grandparents are the Strausses. Like we've tried and we failed and this is the best we can do. And now in this instance, I mean, the most the interesting mo thing about them is that there's a there's a tangential relationship to the sub. Hey, this is Billboard and you should know me, King Princess. I grew up in uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. My guilty pleasure is the Mary J. The skill I'd like to master is guitar. Ideally, if someone were to play me in a movie, I would like it to be Kate Blanchett. I don't know. She's available. I don't know if you saw this, but Josh Sagara, who we talked about a few weeks ago, the guy, the himbo on the other two. Yeah, the loves show him. you don't watch. Of course I know who he is. You don't know who he is. The show I don't watch? Okay. He did a things I do in a day inside a day in my life on Us Weekly. Didn't he and just I was like, do okay. one of these that we talked about? Wasn't that like he why we talked about it? Because he things. did a 25 th He did oh a 25 God. things. So he did both? So now both? he's done both. Yes. Wow. They're really... I'm sorry, now but like... Now he's doing this. I, do you need more people to do these on? Like, you don't... They shouldn't be able to do both so close together. You know what I mean? They're it's like running like, out of people. Yeah, it's that's it's crazy. Suffering. It's if really been not, suffering. I'm sorry, but if Who Weekly doesn't run out of people, you guys should not be running out of people. Like, do mm -hmm. you need some people? <laughs> Look at our episodes titles, you know? Our episode titles. Yeah, we don't really run out of people. That's it's a, it's a benefit to covering this type of person. So I was reading through his Inside a Day of My Life, and I just noticed that, like, I know that this is... He's trying to give you an example day, and he's combining a lot of things into one day and he's like this is what a typical day in my life is but in so doing he's made it kind of impossible for me to imagine how this day works and how he fits all this stuff into it because it starts at 7 a.m and it says cigara gets into the swing of things bright and early quote after breakfast and cartoons i get my kids ready for school on the weekends it's playground town for dada okay 9 30 after morning drop off so he's already dropped off the kids at school presumably daycare the Big Door Prize star gets a workout in, quote, whether it's at the gym, hot yoga, Pilates, or just getting outside for something active, sweating is my main goal. Okay, so he works out at 9.30. Then at noon, he has a few hours to spare at home. A few hours, he says, of video game time. Okay, so he's playing a football game at 12 p.m. But then at 2 p.m., he has to go film Scream 6 because it says next the Scream 6 actor gets to work where he goes head-to-head -head with an iconic antagonist, and it's a photo of him with Ghostface. Quote, Ghostface was nice enough to stop for this photo with the fan, Cigar quips. At 5.30 p.m., he's at a Mets game, okay? He goes to a Mets game with his family. Nobody makes my wife and I laugh harder than these boys, okay? And then at 8.30, he's winding down reading a bedtime story to his kids. You can't fit all of this in a day. This is like you're a really bad way of doing it. this. You're saying you don't buy it. And I know this isn't a this isn't literally a day, but you can't act like you get up early, take the kids to school, work out, play three hours of video games, also film your scenes for Scream 6, go to a Mets game, and then have time to make dinner and read stories to your kids. This is badly done. Do you agree? Are you saying it's dangerous because it shows unrealistic standards of days and like Lindsay, that's what you can exactly fit in what them? I'm saying. Okay. Lindsay, that's exactly what I'm saying. Are you saying like it's, you know, it's just not I'm saying Josh Cigaro's Inside a Day in My Life feature for us weekly is dangerous. Unrealistic. Yeah, you're saying it's like it's like hurt it's like gonna hurt the industry or it's something. Harmful. Like the people are going to get hurt. It's harmful content. People are gonna think they can do all this stuff and they just like absolutely cannot do all this stuff. 
You know, I didn't day. know that I was I didn't know that I was saying that, but I feel like maybe that is in fact what I'm saying. And I'm gonna stand I thought by that's what you were saying. I thought that's what you were saying. This is harmful. Mm. This is harmful. Mm. 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 Also harmful, this headline BFF Sarah Paulson, Amanda Pete, Elizabeth Reeser, and Carla Gallo are on a GNO. So I literally was like, what is GNO? And then I just I Me could too. not figure it out. Like I did I'm like, we're not calling Girls Night Out GNO. No one's calling that. What is GNC? That's the store where you buy vitamins. GNC's the vitamin place. That somehow okay. they still exist, that place, that store. They do. So GNC is for vitamins. GNO is a girl's night out. Not to pick on not to pick on just Jared, but BFF Sarah Paulson, Amanda Pete, and Elizabeth Reeser and Carla Gallo are on, are on, capital O, on, a <laughs> are G on a GNO. dot N dot O. Other thing this reminds me of is um, a, U, um, a UN trip. Mm. What do you call those? A U, I was going to say, it seems like a humanitarian trip. No, an but what's NGO the three or letters? something? An NGO. <laughs> And yeah, an, it's, giving, an NGO. it's giving humanitarian work. How do you you can't say GNO and not have me think NGO, which is like a totally different thing. If BFF Sarah Paulson, Amanda Pete, Elizabeth Reeser, and, and Carla Gallo started an NGO, what would their cause be? These, I, these four women. Great question. I mean, <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot. Easier, more more accessibility for like sustainable and affordable linen for like the average person <laughs> it's just funny because also like affordable they linen. could be they could be on a gno to start an ngo and maybe or <laughs> oh maybe they're on a gno to start an ngo at a what's the vitamin store at a gnc and they're going to open a gnc somewhere and that's part of the ngo's goals to open gncs yeah like so people i do like the idea vitamins. of them being on a gno to discuss an ngo that they want to open up that's fun the 48-year-old American Horror Story actress, 51-year-old Fatal Attraction star, 47-year-old Twilight actress, and 48-year-old Bone star <laughs> stomped at Giorgio Baldi for dinner on Saturday night. So we've got, listen, we've got American Horror Story, Fatal Attraction, Twilight, and Bones. <laughs> that's what, that's my... <laughs> Sarah Paulson, basically a them. Amanda Pete, who we are them. Them to me, but definitely a who, as opposed Elizabeth to Elizabeth Reeser and Carla Gallo are... Who to Nas, essentially, like character actors, you know? Yes, right. They are who's, um, and they are best friends. And there are photos of them together from a few years ago. Like, this is not a new friendship. This is a pre-existing So you're saying friendship. they've tried to start this NGO before, and they've it's not been successful, because <laughs> right. they keep going on GNOs to start the NGO. And I do like that we're seeing, essentially, photos of, like, a real-life group chat. It's so mm -hmm. rare that you see just, like, like three to five people that you know are in a banging group chat like what do you think their group chat's called do you think it's called like like ngo uh, gna ngo girlies like or just like you know some one time amanda pete accidentally said like instead of saying cotton candy she said like cotton crandy and they and then the cotton group chat's not nick called like cotton crandy mf said cotton crandy and then like they renamed it and then it's like a picture of like uh, you know cotton candy or whatever and these and it's been like that for decades decades I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> what when else I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. 
Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Don Draper settles down. John Hamm, 52, marries Anna Osolia. I'm sorry. John Hamm, 52, marries Anna Osceola, 35, at the Big Sur site of the Mad Men finale she also appeared in, guests included Larry Wait, David and Brooke Osceola? Shields. Osceola? How are you pronouncing her last name? Just however Osceola? you feel. <laughs> Seems like Osceola or something, like Osceola, Florida. Osceola. I don't know if that's right. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's Oscolia. You're giving it a Neymar. You're giving it a Brazilian flair or something. Well, they got married in the same location in Northern California where the couple filmed a Mad Men series finale back in 2015, which is apparently where they met. Well, she played the, she played the front desk. She worked at the front desk. Did you not see that uh, last okay. episode of Mad Men? John, what about love? What about Robin? Oh, uh, stop it. When's that, gonna, <laughs> when's that all going to go down? I mean, she's ready. I mean, could you ever commit to one woman Yes. Be married. You could be married. You've never been married, right? Yes. I've never been married. You could but commit. I for sure. This is all part of what I'm saying. Like, this is another place in my life that I feel very settled and comfortable in. I'm in a relationship right, right now, and it's, it's, it's sorry, good. Robin. Uh, yeah, thank you. You could have her. And it's, and it's, and it's comfortable. It's a feeling of taking care of someone else and being taken care of. I, that is the only episode of Mad Men that I saw the last episode. So of Mad do you Men. remember where she is in that episode? He like goes, no, I don't. he like goes to this, to that wow. retreat. 
he goes to this like place where he basically thinks of the Pepsi, the, the sorry, the Coke ad, which is like supposed to be mm-hmm. kind of the end of Mad Men. It's like she, he thinks of the Coke ad, which is like kind of iconic. So he's like goes to this like place and she's like working the front desk and she's like, OK, here's your key. Like that's her entire role in the whole episode, which is really funny. He's like, here's your key. And he's like, thanks. And then I guess like they met in real life and they've been dating since then. He gets the kind of like bachelor vibe, like George Clooney thing, even though he's been with this woman for like years and years, but just no one really knows who she is. And now they're married. Yeah. And his previous wife was Jennifer, Jennifer Westfield. Westfield. Yeah. Um, and they were together for a long time. Isn't the rumor that he cheated on Jennifer because of, or if not cheated, I don't know. He left Jennifer specifically for this woman because of the way the timing all works out. He was with Jennifer Westfeld from 1997 to 2015. And 2015 is coincidentally the year that he met this woman. So mm. I don't know. I think a lot of people tried to put the pieces together, but we don't know anything. Uh, that's got a lot of coverage. It kind of reminded me of like the extent of John Hamm's fame. Like, I, because I didn't watch Mad Men, but I do find John Hamm like pretty funny and charming. And I know that he's a them. I know that he's famous. Like, this wedding got so much attention yesterday. Mm-hmm. Everyone wrote it's about this kind of breathless. He's kind of a bachelor guy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I think he gives this like bachelor thing. People are like, wait, oh, he's been dating this woman for like a long time. It's like he's mm-hmm. not. He actually is like not giving bachelor actually in his romantic life. It's just kind mm-hmm. of weirdly a f- like he's very good at like keeping his private life private, which I think is actually kind of amazing that he's able to do that and also the funny thing is it just shows how iconic don draper was considering that since then john ham like hasn't done anything that is like as iconic or even like kind of in the trajectory that people wanted his career to no. really go which is great he kind of was like i want to be funny and i want to be weird and i'm going to play myself on curb your enthusiasm and i want to play myself a lot i want to do fletch and i want to do you know this and I'm, i want to do comedy and i want to like i don't want to be like superhero guy which like he easily could have been like henry cavill like, he could have done that, right? But he didn't. He did other stuff. He's like, I want to align myself with Tina Fey. I want to align myself yeah. with, like, with comedy people because I'm funny. So it is just, like, there's a weird, he is he is giving movie star, but he's not actually a movie star, which I think is funny. I mean, he is, That's but true. you know what I mean? He's not That's a true. movie star. Did you see Fletch? His Fletch? Yeah, it was great. Whatever it was called. It's hilarious. But it was funny that, like, he... <laughs> He's really funny. Like, it's funny to remember that John Hamm's whole thing is just to do that. Uh-huh. You know, it's sort of like, yeah. I'm just going to be this guy and everything. And guess what? You're going to love it. But it's funny because he's going for these comedies. And because comedies are not like on trend, like they're coming out VOD, they're coming out smaller. He's and all these movies are just coming out on VOD. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and doing OK. Right. Yep. I mean, his he what I will say when he was in Top Gun Maverick, people were like, oh, my God, John Hamm. Like, this is so good. Like, he's so good at this. Like, where, where, mm-hmm. like th- this is a great thing for him. And it's like, yeah, he's good at playing like cops and like army dudes. Like he was great in Richard Jewell. He played an FBI agent like he 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 Isn't when he, he gets those roles. Town? I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Yeah, he's he's a good like intimidating cop or like federal agent. It's like. He'll play funny guys, and then every four roles, he'll play a cop or a guy in the army or some in the FBI, and you'll be like, that's a great role for him. That's good casting, you know? It's crazy. No sudden move. Detective Joe Finney. Like, Vice Admiral Bo Cyclone Simpson in Top Gun Maverick. And, like, in a, it, Chief Jordan Sanders in Maggie Moore, which is a comedy, so. Has he ever one. been, like, a, you know what he should be? Has he ever been, like, a high school football coach, you know? No, but like, he's playing Coach he Carr like a, in Mean Girls the Musical, TBD. He's just, he, just, <laughs> so, yes. he just, like, where is John Hamm's Remember the Titans? You know, like, where is his, where is his, like, Denzel inspirational Oh, I think he's done that. He hasn't figure. done that. 
You don't. Th- I think he's done I, that. I don't. I can't think of anything that he. But it's mm-hmm. just. It's funny to look through all of these. Even that horrible movie, Wild Mountain Time, with um, Cutie Pie and Cutie Pie, uh, Jamie Dornan and Emily Blunt. Oh, that movie was such a disappointment. In that movie, about two Irish people Sorry, who were yawned. like, who were like meant for each other. He's the smart, slimy, scummy American who wants to steal Emily Blunt mm-hmm. from Jamie mm-hmm. Dornan, and it's just mm-hmm. like he's just doing John Hamm again. In a movie set in Ireland. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, what? You're saying you want him to play um, a coach down on his luck who um, comes across a scrappy group of young footballers who just need a little motivation. Or baseball. Maybe not football. I don't have to. I don't want to deal with football. You want to do baseball, baseball, basketball. Okay. And like, what what about pickleball? No, rugby, volleyball. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe maybe he teaches. Maybe he teaches uh, volleyball. Watch this be literally a thing. Oh my god, it should be girls volleyball. Girls, girls volleyball. Yeah. These girls, yes. they can't handle it. And then he's like, you know, he's got the a coach on this in a the coach on this way. team that's never been good. They've always had this like woman coach, and sh- and she dies tragically. Wait, and he's giving like Tom Hanks in a League of Their Own. He's like a failed like baseball player who like got injured like before he like volleyball. right well, after. No, not volleyball. volleyball. He's a different sport because he he's a- got it. It's gotta be a different sport. But it has a net. He's tennis. Okay, also has a okay. Net. He's a te- he's a failed tennis. He star threw who, his like, arm out. Yeah, at he Wimbledon. got. He made it to the. He made it to the finals, and then he like pulled a knee. <laughs> pulled a knee. This is a good movie. Call us, John. We could write I'm sorry. this, I guess. We'll just yeah, rewrite another movie. Don't worry. Yes. No, I know. And I have a feeling I'm like literally scrolling his filmography being like, I think he probably has done this already. We're not the first yeah. to have uh, tried yeah. to to um, Friday Night Lightsify John Hamm, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Who, are the, who, who has done that? It's like Billy Bob Thornton, Denzel Washington, Samuel L. Jackson did Coach Carter. You yeah. had... Coach, uh, what's his name? Well, he did Friday Craig Night Lights T. on Nelson? television. No. Oh, you're talking well, about... Well, Craig T. Nelson was in... Coach. Craig T. Nelson not, was just in different. Coach. But he wasn't an inspirational figure. He was just an, uh, a meathead. We're ta- you're talking about what's-his-face, uh, uh, Connie Britton's husband on yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. What's his yeah. name again? Yeah. I'm thinking like... Uh, yeah, what Kyle Chandler. Yes. yes, of course. Yes. The the kind of prototypical coach. Like Edward, like if Edward James almost in Stand and Deliver also like taught girls how to play volleyball, you know, like mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking about here. We love, we love movies about, which really, now that you think about it, just to make this gendered, mm. Hollywood loves movies about like, it doesn't have to be coaches, but like down on their luck, middle-aged men who need to be inspired by something that doesn't really exist for down on their luck women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's I know. irritating. It's a nice genre. Like, why can't Sarah Paulson be down on her luck and be inspired by something? Why not? And if it is, it's usually it's usually related to fucking, oh, I was divorced. Oh, I, oh my husband left me. What am I going to do? Like, it's this not the same This is a big generalization about... <laughs> this is a big generalization. I'm just trying to think about a movie about a middle-aged woman who's down on their luck, who uh-huh. gets inspired by a group of young people. There are a million movies where this happens True Beverly Hills. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Blair Underwood and his longtime friend got married. We already talked about I'm this, though. Obsessed with no, but I'm longtime obsessed friend. With, finally married his longtime friend, Josie Hart. 
It's just so crazy because it's just like giving health insurance scam, which is just funny that they keep calling her longtime friend. It's like, did Josie like Josie Hart needs to get on like Blair Underwood's like Blue Cross Blue Shield. You know what I mean? Like the government's coming to, you know, interview them about their relationship. Well, do you remember when Blair Blair Underwood was married to um, Desiree for Ever. And then he was like, never mind. And then he was like, I'm just going to marry my old friend who I actually liked better because like we've been friends so long. And then all of the interviews with him and like every story about it was like, Blair has made it clear that like it was never romantic between he and Josie while he was friends with Des, while he was still with Desiree. And it's like, okay, we were just friends. We were just longtime friends. We're longtime friends. Well, now they got married uh, in the Caribbean. Kim Fields was there, as was Malcolm Jamal Warner. No, it's it's giving that like third that TikTok with the third wheel, where it was like my boyfriend and my best friend like oh, love to like love to hang out, and everybody was like, "Uh, your boyfriend and your best friend are like literally <laughs> wrestling." Like, I get like d- girly run or like or whatever. It's giving that. I understand. Well, that's this that TikTok specifically is the example of like why TikTok is really becoming a problem because it's just like I this is this couple's weird dynamic is not affecting me in the slightest. Why am I getting so fucking up in arms about these three people who live well, thousands of miles away from me? You know? That's literally like what TikTok is now. Why it's am I the, getting involved in the like life of these three people? Yeah, it's the tweet. It's the tweet about yeah, like the, the, a recent tweet I saw about like why the for you page on Twitter is so effective that I have to mm-hmm. stop looking at Twitter because it like it's so good at getting you riled up about people who literally have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do care about Brittany Bethany Frankel's ten carat diamond <laughs> well, engagement. I only care about it because have you seen it? Yeah, have it's you crazy. Seen it? It's like yeah, the it's ugliest thing crazy. I've ever seen in my life. Because yeah. what's funny is like, wh- however I feel about Bethany Frankel. A 10 carat diamond engagement ring does not look like diamonds anymore. Is that does that make sense? When you make a diamond that big in the <laughs> way that she did, it looks fake. And I understand that like if I'm seeing Bethany Frankel wearing this ring, I'm not going to assume it's fake because it's Bethany Frankel, so I'm not going to assume that a ring that she's wearing yeah. would be a fake diamond. I assume it would be yeah. a real diamond. But if I wore this ring, you'd be like, "Did you get that from Claire's?" Because it looks like a mirror. It doesn't look like a real diamond it looks it's so ugly like it really is so ugly it's lost all of its characteristics of being a diamond it kind of makes me mad yeah it's really ugly it's huge it looks like a it looks like a it's 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 rectangular it's like a it looks like it's the size of like the a sharpie lid you know it's like the sharpie cap also it's like how did you get anything done how would you get anything done this thing would be banging into (laughs) everything done oh anything done yeah you're right it's probably harder to walk around with that ring than it would be to walk around with like six inch long nails I, it is funny that Bethany Frankel is slammed for flaunting her 10-carat diamond engagement ring from Paul Burnham as country weather's crushing inflation. Country weather. Oh, as country weather's crushing inflation. Quote, mm-hmm. so showy. Oh, yeah. Not to mention our country's crushing inflation. That's true. Mm-hmm. Bethany Frankel defends showing off her massive engagement ring on Instagram. Thanks for engaging. That's kind of funny because get it. She's engaged. He's he's just a businessman. He's just rich and a businessman, and he bought a ten carat. I I. But the thing is, I didn't know. I've never seen a wedding ring that that looked like this before. You know, like so I've never bu- seen it's so one big this and big. It's, it's so, so ugly. The other thing is, I just think it's funny that Bethany Frankel, who is like currently in the in the process of trying to pivot to like normal mm-hmm. woman commentary, like commenting on like normal woman things. Beauty like store products. Beauty getting store on Instagram and products. being like, this blush I bought from like TJ Maxx CBS. is good. And yeah. also did everybody watch last night's episode of The Idol? You know, it's like, it's giving like, I'm one of you. 
it doesn't it goes against kind of you know either you go aspirational and get a, a 10 carat diamond ring or whatever or you talk to me about like what mop is the best to buy f- from you know the store like i don't think yeah. you get to do both because somebody with a 10 carat engagement ring isn't mopping their own house you know well you know i think the thing is though people of i'm i'm specifically thinking of sorry i'm specifically thinking of Eva Maria Martino, oh, just because I'm obsessed with her You're always thinking about her. But yeah. I, I've seen this a lot. Once you have branded yourself as sort of like a relatable influencer, you know, and you have to seem kind of normal, even though obviously you are living a more affluent lifestyle, whatever. Every once in a while, you have to assert your wealth and your like f- fabulosity, I guess. You know, like every... every 10th post on Happily Ever After is going to be something about something that's completely unrelatable. Right. And I think it's, you it's, kind of do that by design to be like, oh, by the way, I am actually right. more successful you, than you. Exactly. No, I agree. It's kind of this, but also you kind of just can't help it. Like she can't, mm-hmm. like the truths about your life are so that you are they rich. So it's yeah. not, you're not able to really like hide that when you're like despite you going to the drugstore right because you're going to the drugstore in a helicopter uh, or whatever i'm just making that but you know you're 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 still flying first class you're still doing this you're still doing that maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know it just it's a very funny life it's a very funny thing to have a 10 carat engagement ring but also be like buy the buy this blush from l'oreal and also the thing about bethany frankel is that like she famously can't win when it comes to the press like bethany frankel could bethany frankel no and she loves it solve world hunger and then like the daily mail would find some reason to like call her a nightmare you know (laughs) okay not dating despite warm hug katie (laughs) that's really funny not katie holmes not dating talent agent jeremy barber despite warm hug at nyc colon rep God, that's why Bobby and I don't hug because we don't want this type of press written about no, us. No, it's like we don't want people not. to think that we're dating despite warm hug. Mm-hmm. Warm, how warm? How warm? Lindsay Weber not dating podcast co host Bobby Finger despite, despite warm, warm hug in NYC. Rep. Rep. Wait, that's so funny. How warm was the hug? It's not even that warm. I haven't seen the photo. Rate the hug on a scale of one to one to ten. One being like coolest, ten being hug. hottest. This is a normal hug. So it's like a two. It's like I a would two, hug three. any hooligan like this, like in a second. Yeah, it's like a, it's like three. I don't know. It's not that warm. Did the rep say this without anyone asking? Did the rep just put this out there? Did anyone ask? This hug. Who asked? This hug is so funny. This hug is so funny. She's like, bye. Great to see. This is like, this is the most great to see you hug I've ever seen in my life. Katie Holmes being spotted on the on the streets of New York with a man is like, literally means like they're married. That's what I think is what this has become. I love that she still has her nose ring. She's so fun. Wait, <laughs> the platonic outing came more than six months after she and boyfriend Bobby Wooten the third called oh, Bobby quits. Wooten the third the I platonic her outing oh my god the platonic outing will you please like out out me as platonic with someone please like that is so fun mm-hmm. on pride month like how dare you out somebody as platonic <laughs> the platonic outing the mom of one who was dressed casually in a white t-shirt gray pleated skirt and adidas sneakers smiled as she wrapped her arms around Barbara's shoulders while he held a cup of iced coffee hmm. wait they're saying platonic outing not an not outing somebody platonically Oh, but it could be read as that. 
No, but it's spoke. But that's not written as that. I'm it's insane. Not, it's, it's not what it's written means. You as could interpret it as that. The platonic outing came more than six months. We went out, and it was platonic. Not I outed him platonically, which is very. I gotta say, that's very allyship mind. This happened to me earlier today, where I also had an ally mind about an article that I misread. Oh, what was it? It was about penis enlargement, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and I assumed it was like for trans people, but it was just for mm-hmm. regular loser men getting penis enlargement. And I was like, sorry, my, sorry, I'm such an ally that I like misread this as, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm really like, my brain is like not focused on their you default like, to normal you losers default to getting queer penis stories. Enlarged. That's ally yes. behavior. Your brain defaults to queer stories. <laughs> the platonic outing. The ally worms are the ally worms are, are munch munch munching through your brain, little munching your brain. I'll take it. They can they can take the brain. They can take my brain. Enjoy leaving little rainbow, leaving little rainbows in their wake. Enjoy, enjoy, babes, enjoy. Tyga and Avril Lavigne split. I'm surprised. I really did expect no, you're them not. to milk this. No, I expected you're not. Them, not because I was like, oh, their love is so real. I just <laughs> expect these two to milk it for a really long time. Okay, fair. For a yeah, really you're right. Time. You're right. You're right. And you're it right. didn't really last that long. But everyone had their everyone had their lyrics locked and loaded. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you, I'm no longer your girlfriend. Doesn't quite Says work. Avril Lavigne is saying, see you later, boy, to Tyga. It's entertainment tonight. Hey, hey, you, you, I'm no longer your girlfriend. <laughs> Match. Do people not understand syllables? Match the syllables. It should just be, hey, hey, you, you, I am not your girlfriend. Right. Because exactly. it's, I don't like your girlfriend. You wouldn't say, I'm no longer your girlfriend. <laughs> Hey, hey, you, you, I am no, I'm no longer, longer your, your girlfriend. Like Harry Styles was spotted with Taylor Russell. Who's Taylor Russell again? Oh, uh, from the, all the bones? Yeah. The bones. Uh-huh. All the bones? Yeah. The bones. She ate the bones. Yes, she's bones and eat. all. Bones she's and all. Eat, we like Taylor eat. Russell. She's going to eat Harry Styles' bones. Is that what's going on here? There may be. Yeah. They, okay. T- uh, Luca Guadagnino was like, Taylor Russell, I discovered you with all the bones. And yeah. then Luca Guadagnino was like, Actually, you know what? We're going to move on to these three people instead. You know, like I kind of thought, I thought that Taylor Russell was going to be like his muse or something and he would put her in other movies. But And what no, happened? It didn't happen. Well, now well, he's making challengers with like much more famous people. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. When you can cast Zendaya, you're not going to be like Taylor Russell. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you got to like, you got to like work with Zendaya first at that's least fair. before you go back to Taylor Russell. I was just getting like, oh, Timmy Chalamet was his muse for a while and now he's moved oh, on. No. Wait, this Whatever. is funny. Um, Tweet from Roxy Hart. <laughs> Roxy Hart. Okay. It's at Deandra. Deandra's Deandra. Sorry. Roxy Hart obviously is not this Twitter user's name. Deandra's mm-hmm. Deandra's tweeted, Taylor Russell updates having to lock their account because she was spotted with Harry Nar. That's really funny. <laughs> the Taylor, the poor Taylor Russell updates account is like, get us out of this keep us out of this we don't want any yeah so they were spotted at an art gallery i don't know good for her good move maybe they're friends maybe they're on a platonic outing exactly okay it's true we didn't see them hug so i'm not outing them platonically but i they may be on a platonic outing mm-hmm. they, they didn't have where's the warm hug <laughs> no no warm hug i like her though loved bones and all loved bones and all let's do rita what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Wonder well. 
starring Rita Ora and Carrie Fisher came out. I did watch it. I watched it this morning. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. That's why I was late. I watched it this morning. Wait, you were like, I need 10 more minutes because you were watching Wonder Well? I was watching the end of Wonder Well. You are committed to this For a while, it got a one-star review in The Guardian. um, Was it awful? What was it like? It was Was Rita good? It was bad. And unfortunately, I mean... I mean, Carrie Fisher wasn't good. No one in this movie was good. Like it, right. it sucks. Like it was bad, and she was bad, and everyone was bad. The movie was, was bad. The writing the movie didn't bad? make any sense. It didn't the make any sense. The writing was awful. It was a complete disaster. It was a kids' movie, which is kind of what the kind of what the trailer made it seem like. It it's really a was for children. Movie. Okay. So you're it saying was, I shouldn't go to Coney Island today and go see it? That's the only. No, place it's, it's only showing. showing I thought oh this God, was at funny. At nine forty-five p.m. in Coney Island, who is going to see that for a children's movie? It's only showing in one theater in the New York City area, and that theater is in Coney Island. <laughs> At 9.45 p.m. Well, that was yesterday. I think it was maybe, let's see. The Wonder final Ball. showing? Yeah, I think it was just showing the final show. Oh, you could see it, it was... today. No, actually, it's only showing at 9.45 for the next <laughs> no! few days. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. If you want to see Wonderwall, you have Wait, to go to Coney so Island at 9.45. Funny. God. Okay, well, no one's seeing It'd be fun to go see, like, go see like a Coney Island Cyclones game. And then pop out and go to the Kent Theater to see Wonderwell. That's an evening. That's Brooklyn, baby. That's Brooklyn, The late actor baby. has a small role alongside Rita Ora in a long-delayed fantasy now limping to the screen with deservedly little fanfare. I is a little, It is a little crazy to me that Rita Ora obviously filmed this. Who was that? Oh, it was Ben Lee on The Guardian. Before, um, before she married Taika Waititi. Maybe before oh, she yeah. even met Taika Waititi. So it's like she literally found herself like one of our generation's most talented you know directors and writers and then has to have this like shit movie that she did before she achieved that goal come out you know what i mean because carrie fisher Mm -hmm. died and she's not really doing much promoting for this on her instagram no one is i think for reasons that are pretty obvious like it's not good it's embarrassing for her she's the villain and she kind of has the opportunity to look a little Cool Isn't she in fashion? It. Doesn't she serve cunt in? Well, she this does movie. because she's a she's a fashion designer, <laughs> right? Who is okay. also a witch? Who is also literally Carrie Fisher's sister? She's Carrie Fisher's sister. No, in this. that's not nice. And she and Carrie Fisher are trying to get this. Oh God, this like weird key from this girly who has this key to control like the woods. The, the 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 rules of this universe don't really make much sense and they do a lot of explaining. You can tell there's a lot of of like ADR where like you only see the backs of their heads and like there's dialogue happening because they had to re-record it later. They had to like finish this movie like it to wasn't To make this make sense. Right. It's bad 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 bad, but it ends with her in a very like annihilation that. mode. Like she gets like completely attacked by the woods. She gets sucked up by the forest. I and do that's like how that. Ends. I do like that. But there's kind of a cool moment where she's holding a sword. Her name is like Yen- Yena, Yella, Yena. She's mononymous in it. Anyway, so I made, in case you want to play it, I made a supercut and it's <gasps> everything that Rita Ora says in Wonderwell. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you I didn't. Did. Are you going to post it? I did. And it is three minutes and 57 seconds long. Oh it's not video. God. It's only audio. It's only oh, we're going to play it. You could play it here. Let's just play. So I'm gonna. So we're gonna finish this segment right now. We'll do the rest like next week. We'll save the. I know she no, like we'll play she carried a lot of suitcases, but we're just gonna play this three minutes of everything Rita Ora says in the movie Wonderwell. Thank you to Katie and Eric for the Who's for providing our read theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Support us on Patreon.com/slash/weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, and more. What else? Buy tickets to our live show. We're going on tour. You can go to whoweekly.us, click live, and. 
buy tickets. Chicago's now on sale or will be later today. Um, and so and will a slew of additional late shows for shows that sold out. So stay tuned. We'll be sharing more information on those. Like, totally. for example, Toronto got a late show. We're going to figure out Vancouver. Austin hopefully, got a late Austin show. got a late show. LA, we got to figure out. Hopefully we're going to get a late show on that one. We'll figure it out. So stay tuned. We're going to we're going to add on shows for other shows that sold out. Stay tuned, and we will see you on Friday. Call in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Bye. You will say that. Oh, Adam. <laughs> Good. Savannah. Hi. I was, of course, but now Yana is all about business. And Yana's business today is to find a face for her line. So let's go, people. Let's move. <sighs> I don't know. This one's pretty special. Brava, Savannah. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> this is Franco. Look at this contract, would you? That shouldn't be a problem for you, right? Okay. I have an idea, okay? I said no. Yana. Daniele, do what he says. Daniele! We need to talk. You know the rules. Paradiso is yours, Inferno is mine. <laughs> Her sister's as good as mine, her parents too. She can't hold out against all of them, poor girl. It's only a matter of time. Yes, our mother's key. It must now pass to me. You would never pass it on to that little brat. Name your price. Fine. Give it to her. Go ahead. See what? No, 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 no. You were telling me a riveting story, something about uh, your job. Ah, uh, probably hiding from us, knowing that boy. <laughs> Great idea. Get some rest for the party. Well, I mean, everybody's gonna be there. Magazine editors, models, scouts, designers from London, Paris, Milan, New York. Of course, Savannah will be guest of honor. Savannah, we want you to join us, become a member of our family. Do you accept? Now, let's show ourselves to the world. I love beauty. Beautiful bodies, beautiful clothes, and beautiful lives. So may I present to you my beautiful birds of paradise and my new collection. Waiting for you, darling. You took your time, but I'm happy that you're finally here. Hey? What are you doing? It's too late. She's one of us. But hey, you're always welcome to join. Oh, God. Savannah, what are you, what? What the hell are you doing? Franco, forget the camera. Stop. Don't just stand there. Stab it. Kill it. No, do it now. Franco, get back here now. I hate you. To that little brat, I'll just destroy her. 
and then you'll fade to dust. And my inferno will live forever. <laughs> no! You're the one that's dead! I've got you now. You, darling. It's always been you. Fine. New offer. I let you go. If you give me that deal, I promise. You silly, silly little girl. You've just given me the key, which means... <gasps> it's not a toy, you stupid, stupid little girl. No, it's mine! What, what are you... Mother, you're supposed to stop! Ah!